It's like living with a six-year-old. I still go on play dates. I just call them play dates so I can go out with Eric and Paul and Adam. <laughs> you sound like his mom. He likes sports too. You guys would be such good friends. I'll do all the technical aspects. Adam will be the face. Paul will be the muscle. And then Eric will be oh, the sales guy. We're screwed from the muscle. Paul <laughs> handed the muscle and the troubadour. I handed a jar to my son to open the other day, so we're in bad <laughs> shape. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Forefathers Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Fife. I'm Adam. And I'm Paul. And this is a podcast about faith fatherhood, friendship, and other words like feeding the dog. So today's episode, we're going to talk about our routines. We all have a daily routine that we have, and uh, some of us have been intentional about it, some of us less so. Um, so that's what we'll be talking about today, our daily routines. But before we break out into conversation, we want to remind you that you can always be part of our community and jump into our Discord server, where there's always some lively conversation going on or a random meme posted by Adam. And if this is your first time listening to the Forefathers podcast, we want to say welcome, a special welcome to you. And please make sure you take a moment to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of the recent episodes by heading over to forefatherspodcast.com. So to start off the conversation today, gents, and I can say that because we're all gents, what is your daily routine? What is daily routine? Wow. Um, me being type A, you know, that would, you think I'd be jumping all over this one, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm expecting something fairly rigid yeah. and defined. Actually. Yeah. To be truthfully honest, it is a uh, 10 second Tom routine pretty much every day because yeah. I never know like what, like I know when my wife gets up and does her routine and gets out the door that, you know, my day can bring pretty much peace and quiet for the good couple first couple hours of the day before like nine o'clock before people start picking up their phone and calling or I start diving into my projects. But if I look back, okay. So if I look back at the time frames that I think, you know, I've got a, a rigid scale. So to, to answer Eric's question of like, does he have a rigid scale? Yeah, sometimes I do, but then I, I basically all bets are off sometimes when the train goes off the tracks, you know, there are days we probably all have, that, you know, like you get bombarded or swamped by, you know, a deluge of phone calls or people or everybody trying to pull something from you to get an answer or, you know, you get swamped with emails. Usually when those happens, you know, my strategy of, you know, having coffee, you know, catching up on emails, doing, you know, some task, something, some task list off item off the task list, you know, kind of goes out the window. So I try to not be so rigid because when I get rigid, it just gets more aggravating and I get at, you know, I get mad and people get frustrated um, because I'm getting more mad because I'm not able to get anything done. So I guess um, the only barometer that I have for any, you know, successful day or a day that I have, you know, that does, you know, seem like it's a routine is when the end of the day rolls around and did I accomplish something? You know, that that's my barometer. So I accomplished one thing. Is there a task complete? And it could be as simple as like, did you email so-and-so on this task? And I did. And it's like, you know, if I can accomplish that simple little thing that, you know, is sitting in my task list because I know I can bang it off that day. I know the day has been pretty much like, 
oh my gosh, this has been one of those days. I just, you know, they'll go down either the record books or it's like one of those days I just need to go into the, the, the fridge and grab a beer and cool down and, you know, relax in front of the TV and not think about anything. Um, or, you know, you know, a, a mix of all of that. So yeah, no, I rigid. No, I'm not rigid. I can't be rigid because my schedule is just so great mm. all over the map. I'm a stay at home dad sometimes. And I also work from home. So you, you pick and choose which, you know, which gets done laundry or, you know, your project. Yeah. How do you decide that? How do like, how does your day start where you're like, I'm going to do this today or I'm going to like, just, just, just to start off with, like, do you have a to do list that you look at? Do you have a, Oh, I do this on Tuesdays. Was that like? I tried that a long time ago, being like very structured about like saying, "Oh, my Mondays were going to be like this, and then my Tuesdays," and and then somewhere along the line, something upset the apple cart. Meaning whether it was just the season I was in, or the people that needed my attention, you know, were very needy, or you know, project. Don't talk about your wife and kids like that. No, that that's <laughs> now that, that's after my wife and kids have all gone home, uh, all gone to work, or done their things, and I'm literally at home by myself, and the only other thing that pesters me or needs my attention is my dog and he's basically slept you know he's learned to just sleep you know till like 12 or 1 in the afternoon and then bother me at one o'clock when i come up for lunch so i guess the routine for me from anything can happen from like seven in the morning till about noontime and i really don't like i try to keep my task list as a way to feel like i'm being accomplished and moving towards a a goal but you know I, i to answer your question paul i you know i really don't have a you know, I, I do get up in the morning. I shower, you know, that that's important. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a good that's start. Definitely a good start. I put clothing on, so I'm not going to the office naked and I'm not doing Zoom or, you know, Teams meetings, you know, with just a shirt on and nothing, you know, underneath the desk. Um, your your customers appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I mean, my vendors as well. Um, but, you know, uh, it's hard to do. It's, it's literally hard to do. Like, I wanted so so badly for a long time in my life to want to be able to be like those super people that you know were like oh i've got such a rigid life and you know i do a b and c and i have my morning pressed coffee in this certain way and you know like it just doesn't work like life is just like life couldn't turn upside down tomorrow for me and i'd be like you know Mm -hmm. i either i deal with it or you know i don't you know and so like here's an example um we're dealing with some financial aid issues with my son so my wife's working eight hours a day. She can't make a phone call being a teacher in her classroom. She's just not able to do it. So right. I, I've got stuff going on on my list and I could tell you, you know, I could read off my entire list to you of what needs to get done, but guess what? That's added precedence. So that becomes precedent. So tomorrow morning, guess what? I'm you know, making a call to the financial aid office to have a long conversation and probably be put on hold for a couple of hours. And maybe I'll get something in my task list you know, while I'm waiting on hold. But you know, that could be that like that tomorrow. And then, to, you know, the next day could be, a brand new day, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> who knows <laughs> that answer your question. I don't think so, but it does. And it's so <laughs> funny because no matter what your routine is and there are, there are always things that hop in front of everything else you're doing. Like, it's so funny. Like the financial aid thing you're talking about. I remember having a conversation with Gracie, like I needed her to file something mm-hmm. and she would, she like, wouldn't do it and she wouldn't push back and she wouldn't call about it. And I'm like, no, Gracie, you don't understand. Like, this is a thousand dollars that I don't have to spend, but we got to file the paperwork by the deadline. Right. You know, and, and like you said, like some of those things, like when you're talking about financial aid, we're talking thousands of dollars. Uh, yeah. Like that's a priority. 
Well, like, <laughs> you know, that's, I want to be able to give them $10,000 out of my account and just, you know, write a check and be done with it. It's not going to happen today. <laughs> Nor right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, I think, you know, when I think of routines, Paul, you were asking, um, I definitely have a, a morning routine, but once I get to work, it gets a little bit less structured. I think that sounds very similar to what Eric was just saying, but like my morning routine, and this has kind of always been my morning routine is I get up pretty much every morning I get up, I go take a shower, like right off the bat. Like, I guess there's some mornings when I know that I'm going to be doing project work around the yard or something where I know I'm going to be sweaty. I may not take my shower right off the bat. I may go do whatever that hard work is going to do. And then I go downstairs and I make breakfast and coffee. Um, and I hang out with usually Isaiah because he's usually the one that's up for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I go to work. You know, I pretty much start work at 8 o'clock almost every day. And all I do to do that is walk into my basement. But it's funny when I used to work at an office, the routine was a little different. Like sometimes I would eat breakfast at the office or I'd pack a lunch with a breakfast. Or you'd stop mm-hmm. or something. Um, or sometimes I would stop, but I would stop less. I guess occasionally, like if I was buying gas or something like that and already had to stop, I might stop. But we were still, you know, we were just trying to be financially responsible. So eating out for breakfast every morning didn't really work for us. Yeah. Um, but then I would commute like an hour each way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think one of the things that this job and, you know, I know for a lot of people, this was the effect of COVID. One of the things that this job did for me, cause I started this job in 2019 before COVID hit is I got to drop my commute, which was a big deal. Right it freed up a chunk more of time and, and decreased my stress level quite a bit for a period of time. Um, oh. I guess it's not as, not as are not they, stressful now, but are they talking about going back into the office at all? Or like, in so my company or? is never like the job that I took was remote all the time. Oh, gotcha. Cool. So, I mean, we have a sales office, but purposely they've gotten rid of almost all, they have only like two or three offices nationwide that are actually buildings. Um, one of them does happen to be here in Massachusetts, but no, I don't think that would ever require me to go back to the office except to, to go right. visit people for a meeting of some sort. Cool. So here's, um, here's an interesting spin. Like, so you mentioned obviously in your routine that you would start in a car and go somewhere. Like you had obviously a chunk of time that you were sitting in traffic and commuting and that whole process. Like, did you use any of that time to like do anything? Cause I kind of dived in a, like very deep into the weeds very early, you know, in the, you know, my conversation. And I was just thinking as I'm hearing you going, you know, maybe, you know, we, we should kind of bring it up more of a high level. Like, a, like, is there more something like, do you use, um, you know, what, what do you use your time for when you're in those modes of like, whatever it is, like, is there something that you've, you know, that you can glean from it that, you know, you were like, Oh, wow, this is really cool. You know, I, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts, like, you know, on my commute ride to, to work as an example. So I will say I didn't, I, I listened to a couple of podcasts occasionally. Most of the podcasts I listened to had to do with fantasy football. Sure. No, that's fine. <laughs> Um, of the forefathers, but in and I and I, well, that was pro, that was pre forefathers. We did forefathers after I took this job when I didn't have to commute anymore. Yeah, we were the four football fathers, but we decided to veto that. Well, that's because you don't actually watch. <laughs> it would have been three or, or really know much about it. So <laughs> I know it would be three forefathers football channel and one guy that talks about baseball all the time. 
<laughs> another guy who likes fantasy baseball. Well, Paul loves fantasy baseball, and he's actually he's pretty good at it. Title. But so you can't um, But I would listen to uh, fantasy football podcasts, and I would do that. I, I actually found a podcast that I loved that I would listen to all the time. Uh, and I will say it probably made me one of the more knowledgeable people I knew in fa- in football in general and mm-hmm. in fantasy football in specific. Um, and then I'd listen to a lot. Of, I actually listen to a lot of uh, sports talk radio mm. f- on my commute because I just liked staying abreast of what was going on in the different leagues and specifically in the Boston mm-hmm. teams and all that stuff. So did you so, pick that up? Like, So obviously your commute stopped during COVID and even post-COVID you're now working – fully at home so you walk downstairs you I assume close your office door to minimize interruptions and background noise you don't do you do anything prior to you just diving right in you just dive right in head first to the shallow end so on a on a on an ideal day I will open up google new uh, like news.google.com and just skim through the t- the articles that are there and just see what's out there but I don't even click on all of them. I, I'm pretty selective about what I read about. It's things that I think are either interesting or I think will affect me or my business. And I will also say that I probably read 80% of the Ukraine-Russia war articles because I'm interested in what's going on there. Hmm. You know, so pretty selective about... I don't just, like, click on everything. Like, I, I think when I was younger, I used to feel like in order to stay abreast, I had to read it all. Sure. But then I found that I wasn't reading any of it. So I started skimming a little more and trying to be a little more selective. Well, and there's also that idea of the things that they show you, like in Google or Yahoo or like um, one of my pieces of my routine had been like to check my Yahoo mail, which is like my personal mail. But I realized I wouldn't go directly to the Yahoo mail site. I'd go first to the Yahoo site. And then there'd be like articles there. And I, I got to think, I got to realizing, oh, they're not. They're showing me this because they want me to click on it, but it's all clickbait stuff. Sure. And none of it has anything to do with anything I care about. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just bookmark the Yahoo like email and go there first. Um, yeah, and the uh, news.google.com thing is some of it is topics that I've told them I want to hear about. Oh, cool. Like mm-hmm. the Broncos. Or specific mm-hmm. science and technology stuff. Pizza, Viking, <laughs> right, Vikings right, right, going right, right, on. Right. If there's ever pizza news, I read about that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a specific pizza news? <laughs> Pizzanews.com. That's what I should do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> when I grow up. But but yeah, so 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 that's part of my routine on an ideal day when I don't have to hit the ground running for some crisis. Mm-hmm. I will spend 20 to 30 minutes just skimming through what's going on in the world. Oh. Oh. So how does that help you like in your routines? Like, does it make you, does it fuel you in a way? So it's funny. It's like when you do, like I used to do that myself for a long, long time ago when before it was like when we had dial up and that type of stuff, I was, you know, at work dialing in and checking out like Yahoo news feeds and stuff like that. And, just reading and then i realized it's like what am i using this like i was originally using it for more of a conversational piece of it to engage people with if you know in short conversation but after yeah. a while i just kind of gave up on it because it was just like what am i filling my head with like what are you using it for well yeah i think there's some of the some of the what you're talking about with the conversational is real right but i think some of the things i'm reading about like affect our world right affect and affect business like my job is to be aware of what's going on in the world and in, and how it affects the company that I work for. 
right? And so, and be able to, and so a lot of what I read is actually the business stuff, but some of the business stuff I'm reading is just, how does it affect me? Like, I knew a lot more about COVID stimulus packages during COVID than most of the people I knew, <laughs> I right? Like, like an HR person. <laughs> right, well, like what was going on? Well, and, and you know, my job is a part of what I do, but I also am on the council for my, the board of directors for my church. I also have a family like to take care of. So like, or like the transformation of, of the digital age to cup and string. Correct. You know, you got to be keeping. I do. I need, I need to understand how that works. And so, oh, we lost you, Fife. Your audio just croaked. Um, but yeah, I mean, so a lot of what I'm doing is keeping abreast of those topics, not just for work, but also for work, right? And some of the business stuff specifically. Does it ever distract you from getting into the work work? Or do you have a pretty good discipline to be like, all right, I've read everything there. Now it's time to get into like work work. That's not the thing that distracts me from work work. Games on my cell phone might distract me from work work. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I, I think occasionally, I think at one point when I first started doing it, I would click on it more than once a day. But now I've realized that I really don't need to. Like, it's not changing that often. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. so I can just read yeah. it in the morning and leave it till the next day. So, oh, cool. Nice. Um, it's a good idea to set up a Google News like for things that you're interested in. I like that. It's a good yeah. idea. All right, Adam, how about you? What's your routine? You get up in the morning, you tap the trees, start the start the maple <laughs> syrup. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. You sing you sing a song in um, a toga. I, I make myself a coffee. I grab something to eat and I head to my first meeting. Uh, my routine is my Google my my Google. <laughs> Uh, my routine is my Outlook gotcha. calendar. I live by that calendar. So it just so you just go where it tells you to go. I live by it, and may, I make everyone else live by it. Uh, you're you're uh, muted. Goodbye, my friend. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. <laughs> the uh, so yeah. So uh, aside from the standard stuff of of um, coffee, and then. Some sort of sustenance. Sorry, if I'm getting the echo since you came back. Is it just me? We can hear you, but we can hear well, all of us twice. When Cameron was in Egypt's land. <laughs> now batting, Cameron. number 72. Ladies and gentlemen, That's better. boys wait, wait, wait. and girls. That, that is better. Ages. Yeah, but he muted. Uh, but you can't hear you. Yeah, well, now you're muted, Fife. So we can't hear you, but we don't have the echo either. There we Hello. go. Nope. Nope. Now nope. I'm echoey. Ground control <laughs> to Major Tom. Well, all she had to do is just talk. I do love quiet. the fact that it's uh, it's still recording. That didn't cancel on us. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, we can hear you oh, now. Cool. There we go. Now we're not echoing. Welcome back. The uh, No, so I live in live by my yeah, calendar. calendar um yeah and so it sets precedence not only from the job pr perspective on a monday through friday mm -hmm. well it's the calendars mainly monday through friday when the weekend comes uh, i all bets are off right right yeah my yeah. my my preferable is to sleep until nine unless the wife Ooh. needs me to uh, <laughs> 
Wait, you sleep until nine on a weekday? Weekends, oh, weekends, weekends, not weekday. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I will tell you, you know, you were talking about routines. At one point, I had figured it out so that I could, my Friday mornings, I could sleep in. So I would like, I would just shut my alarm off and sleep until I woke up. It was still usually, I was still usually at work at like 8.30, maybe 8.45. Right. Like I was up almost mm. always before 8. But it was pretty nice to just not have to get up on the alarm on a weekday once in a, once that's a, a week. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, it's, so like, dude, I remember how I shared like what we talked about when we got we got back after, you know, our hiatus and whatnot. Remember how I shared like, you know, I knew the week in terms of like when my customers would call. That's literally how I frame my schedule for sleeping. It's like, it's like, okay, it's Monday. So like we're now past Labor Day weekend. So Monday was off. Monday becomes a Tuesday. So Tuesday, of course, everybody's bitter and pissed off and, you know, don't want to deal with technology. And, and you it's know, all your they're fault. all like, you know, <laughs> pretty much they're all, you know, forks and torches ready to lynch IT, you know. And, of course, you know, I always know when I go in those environments. And so but before I go in those environments, it's like, okay, my alarm goes off or my wife's alarm goes off at 536 o'clock. I, at that point, mentally do a stimulus check of, Okay, it's Tuesday. Uh, we didn't have a Monday, so I better get out of bed because the world's going to mm -hmm. end probably before seven o'clock. Um, and you know, it, it you just—it's kind of like you become like ingrained. You know, when the weather changes because your elbow starts to ache. <laughs> Talk about thing. being old, five. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, dude. It's 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 almost like you know, you, it's kind of ingrained, and your body just kind of learns those things. So. I'm finding patterns like that a lot. And so those are basically how I build my routines around like, you know, what you're saying when your yeah. Friday rolls around, you're, you know, you sleep a little, a little later because you know right. you can get away with it because no one's going to be doing work until How about you, Adam? Do you, do you see some of those same patterns forming in Outlook or is it just like tomorrow's Wednesday, I'm going to go do my thing. Like I'm just going to look no, and see I whatever mean, I Wednesday try to, yeah. No, I try to get started early and then the – whether I'm putting proposals together or conversational pieces for, for clients I'm having discussions with gotcha. either that day or coming up that week. Do you have a lot of time uh, to prep in the morning for that stuff? Or do you just like, is it all done already? Uh, sometimes and, yeah. before before I either get called into project meetings gotcha. or client meetings or whatnot. So my my I have, I have bits and pieces throughout the day, a couple hours here or there, that I fill up with prep work in between all the meetings I'm in. Gotcha. So. Yeah, because it's like, do you find like you just like this is always the pat like there's always a a, a common pattern? Uh, yeah, or is it I mean just... there's some some cadences that I have conversations with on a, either biweekly or weekly basis from a technology check in or whatnot or discussions or or reviews that are are scheduled out several months in advance mm -hmm. on on biweekly or weekly basis. So those those schedules those days usually fall into a pattern or routine, but. Uh, and then there's the one or two, hey, we need to get up, jump on a call for X, Y, and Z. Um, are you available? So on and so forth. And that's why I say, look at my calendar. So you you said you live by your calendar, right? My Outlook calendar, yeah. Okay. So when those days come across, and maybe they may not at all, but when they do come across where they're totally blank for that day, do you get into Filling. panic? or nope. It gets filled. There's always something or, I need to get done. You get Does it get filled by you, you or know, does me, it get filled by me. And then people work around. Personal me. stuff or? Okay. So 
So basically, you say that you, your Thursday comes up and you're like, hey, wow, I have no meetings whatsoever. You just basically block out a whole entire eight hour section of projects and you end up doing stuff around the house and other stuff. No. <laughs> or, or is it no, just there's, all like. There's, where there's those points in time during the during the schedule during the week i'm i'm putting in uh prep meetings so for the for the, for the points where they're blank on my calendar mm -hmm. the, all that stuff is filled with me having to prep for discussion that's coming up or having to do research for x y and z project or integration that's coming yeah. up or clients asking questions about this that and the other like, are you and uh, Paul and Eric, you guys the same way? Or are you just you more a little free with your calendars? Uh, I use my calendar a lot, but I try not to book it solid. Although I do, you know, it's funny. I was actually having a conversation with my boss today and he's like, listen, man, right now it looks like you're doing, you're managing your task list by your email. And he's like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> he's yeah, like, no, that's like I a agree. hair on fire project man or task management environment that's not gonna it's not gonna help you feel like you're accomplishing stuff so he was encouraging me to use my calendar set aside some time use trello you know that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. to like and use it as my task list like so that i'm actually active with it like using it every yeah. day checking it every day updating it breaking it up as i'm breaking up larger tasks into smaller tasks but adam i did want to ask you like are you using your work calendar for work and home stuff no it's, strictly it's just work. work yeah yeah unless it's something that's in that's the middle interfering pick something up yeah or doctor's appointments always right. personal personal appointment that yeah right in. yeah so like you the same way paul or like are you more live and die by calendar uh, or I, less of that? um so i my job i don't set my calendar my scheduling team does so like I don't know what's going oh, where. Oh, is that like right. having a secretary, an administrator? Yeah, no, well? it is exactly. not like having an administrator. Like, no, Doctor Paul. No. There are no. The, they the don't get me coffee. Stuff. They just tell me I'm going there, and that's it. <laughs> or, um, working with them, there's no like. Oh, let me pick up your dry cleaning on the way. It's uh. Oh, you need to yeah. buy flowers for yeah. your wife this week. Yeah. Please put this on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah wow. no i just i don't He's, go and i actually I, get angry at people when they look at my calendar and they just throw a a a, 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 a random, random meeting on it because they don't know like what my schedule is and they don't know who I'm, working, who I'm working with <laughs> and then um so like sometimes they'll be like oh we'll just have a little touch point at lunch i'm like no um first of all the client says when i eat lunch like i don't know when we eat lunch so number one, number two, I'm not going to have a half hour call in my one hour lunch hour. So like, not going to happen Go unless away. it's like, like hair on fire. Something needs to happen. You like, you know, there obviously, you know, there's an exception to every rule, but like, I'm not going to, you know. So like, thankfully, so this is actually why we, um, from a consulting engagement, we 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 bake a bunch of time at the end of the day for like documentation and reporting and research so like you know when i'm done with the client it's not like five o'clock it's like three o'clock when i can like do other things is that, is that what they call bathroom yeah. breaks now? <laughs> no, we take regular breaks we take regular breaks but like from a routine perspective so liz gets up a little bit before seven takes care of the dog takes care of the cat i actually generally do that on the weekends because i'm usually up before she is so like I have a whole different church routine on the weekends, but during the week it's like she gets up, she does that, 
And then if I have a nine, most of my calls start at nine for clients. I'll get up basically when she's like almost on her way out, I'll get up, um, get my coffee ready. Um, you know, start boiling the water for coffee, brush my teeth. When the water finishes boiling, I put it in the French press and then I hop in the shower. Um, and wow, then man. when I'm out of the shower, I'm I, a cake I pour guy. what? <laughs> I'm a cake up guy. Come on. A French hop press. Hop around in your shower? That's <laughs> yes, weird. Yes. Oh, cake up. I'm like, what are you talking about? I actually, I bought a, so I bought a. It's like a double pot. D, but bigger. I know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Romanak. We're always there. We're G and then we're until we're not. Um, yeah, so I did buy a mocha pot because I thought it would be fun, but it's a lot of work. Have you ever tried to make coffee in a mocha pot? Is that like a neti pot? No. Neti yeah, pots you, just, you pour in your nose. You pour the coffee up your nose. <laughs> you pour the cream and sugar in the other one. Exactly. No, if you're doing that, you need to call the um, DEA or something. You need to, it's like cocaine. Start, you need to go to meetings. Um, but yeah, so that, that was fun. But um, but yeah. So I mean, my call usually starts at nine or so. I usually, I'm usually at my desk ready to go at like eight eight fifteen, which gives me enough time to like, what am I doing with the client? Who am I working with? Like prep a little bit of a PowerPoint deck, just like this is me. Like it kind of de- it depends there. Um, but yeah, that's and that's it. And then we'll have a fifteen minute break before lunch, an hour for lunch, and then a fifteen minute after that. So like, it's um, it's pretty. It's it's pretty I don't know pretty much the same thing day in and day out. I feel really bad then. Like literally, you guys are more type uh, A. Than well, I. this isn't a dude. Like, uh, like okay. Here, here's an example. I I have a tool built into my signature line that you can call uh-huh. Calendly. You can basically see my calendar for those that don't have an Outlook integration. You know, or I don't want to share out my calendar with them. I purposely go into my calendar and block off large chunks that just are called blocks for the times that I just don't want people to talk to me. And that shows up on my calendar. So when people, when I, when people like, you know, Hey, when you want to get together, let's have a conversation. I'm like, here's my calendar link. Just look, click on a ball and try to find a you know, time. And it's like these small little half an hour yeah. blocks that I have scattered throughout like a day and nothing to yeah. the level that you guys are like, you guys if are I need a day off or I. if I need to, or if I want to work on internal things, we have like um, back office time or lab days where I tell scheduling, hey, don't book a client for them. But we're, we're like booking so far ahead that um, like I think my, my first free time, they're like, oh, you want to work with Paul? He's available in like mid-November. And it's not because it's Paul. It's because like we're just really busy at the moment. So like. Sure, it's Dude, not. You're selling yourself wrong. <laughs> you're so you're, yourself you're, not, you're not going out to actually get people are bringing the the conversations to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, yeah, the like, account team is the, the ones that are like, Oh, this client wants to do this or I sold this or they have questions, but now we can have other, um, cause we used to have like really long engagements, like four days, eight days, two days was probably the longest one that we'd go. But now we can have like an hour, a couple hours where it's just like, they, they call it like a session with an expert. So they'd be like, Hey, I just wanted like, talk to this person for an hour and that's it. And they, they just come in. It's like, and ask me anything. So we have these questions. <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> like going to Catholic yeah. uh, confession. Exactly. <laughs> Bless me, Father Fryveson. It'd been 30 days since I rotated my passwords. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's so that, yeah, so that's my, routine. so my next question 
now that we've kind of set set what our routines are aren't um tell me one thing either that you've added or removed to or from your routine in the past i don't know five ten ten years or whatever something you were intentional about where you're like i'm gonna start doing this or i'm gonna stop doing this well, I should definitely tell you I should stop doing my random blocks in my calendar. <laughs> That's just like me time. That's the most important thing. <laughs> because I mean, uh, no, but dude, they're all there, Paul. Like, it's like six hours of me time <laughs> and two hours of work time. <laughs> He's like, these are these it's three like, weeks um, in this month are me weeks, nine. and then this week is I can do stuff. Yeah. It's like seven to nine central time and, you know, <laughs> one to four, you know, Pacific time. Come on. <laughs> you know, that's the only time you can go. book me. Yeah. I would say cutting back a little bit of that. I, I kind of uh, was, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say, we'll call a spade, a spade, you know, abusive with that component um, because it kind of was abusive to me initially when I started using it because I thought it was going to be a great feature and people would be like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then I, find people were you know even my clients who are like you know end users stuff like that were taking that link and booking like you know half an hour here and half an hour there and some of them were being smart asses and actually just doing it for fun and i was just like okay fine we're gonna shut this down but i to take away stuff like i really wish i would be more rigid about my time from the mornings like i kind of use the time from if i get up at seven and i usually get up like same time you guys usually do around seven or six my day starts at six and by the time i get downstairs it's about six forty-five, seven. so you know from seven to depending on how i want to push it and whether or not my phone's rang before nine o'clock i will catch up on all of my you know basically online stuff so youtube similar how eric does a lot of the reading google but i wish I would take less of that and do less of that and use that more productively, like to get down into the, the office and do some of the, the, the menial tasks that I could bang off pretty quickly that don't require, that require some focus, but don't always, um, you know, always get absorbed or taken away from when I get a phone call or distracted by something else. So yeah, I think to answer the question, yeah, those would be the two pieces that I struggle with and wrestle with a lot and wish I could get a better grasp on, you know, doing less of one and more of the other. Hmm. Yeah, so something that uh, I have let take control of my morning time that I need to get kind of along those lines is I have this video game that I'm playing on my phone that's like a long-term video game. It's like one of those where you build it, you almost like you build an empire. And so, and it, well, and the worst part about it is I play with a team. And so like, there's like 30 people in my group, including my wife, my son and my dad in our team. And oh, so, so they, right. And so you. <laughs> the problem is I feel like this level of responsibility to keep performing and doing a good job for the team but it sucks way too much of my time. And a lot of that, a chunk of that time is in the morning, you know? And so finding ways to disengage from that, that's probably a good thing to mm -hmm. remove. Um, as far as changing things, something that I'd like to add, Paul, I think is what you actually asked. Um, I'd actually like to add, and I don't know if it'll be in the morning or if it'll be in the evening, is I'm trying to find a way to actually learn how to play guitar. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and cool. so I have, but I, in order to do it, I have, I have found that if I don't add things to my routine, they don't get done very consistently. Like if they aren't a part of the things that I do every day. And I, 
I have been successful at adding those things in the past. Like, for a long time, I... I was very inconsistent about doing dishes, and then I'm one day I just woke up, and I'm like, I'm going to do dishes tonight before I go to bed. Like, they're just going to be done. And from then on, I just always did them last thing before I went to bed, stack the dishwasher. So it's funny you say that, because I got the idea for this topic, but I because every night you're like, when we finish, you're like, all right, guys, I got to go do, do, do the dishes, have a good night. Yeah. Every time we finish the podcast, and I got to thinking, I'm like, is that his routine? How did he build build that into it? So, of course, we've been talking about, like, work routines, but that's the same kind of thing where you're like, you get into a routine of, oh, I need to do dishes. Because if you don't, you just don't. Yeah, I'm the... I'm well, the and, and that's exactly it. Like, I, I don't... Things don't bother me. <laughs> Including moving things in the stack of dishes. <laughs> oh, high five. Including moving things in the stack of dishes, like... I don't smell things. They don't smell bad to me. Like, yeah. And so, like, it doesn't bother me if it's a little messy. It bothers Heather if it's a little messy. But the reality is, like, we got to keep dishes. We got to – we have six people in this house. Like, yeah. yeah. if you don't do dishes, they just stack up. We can't hear you, Five. Right. You can't hear me now? Oh, no. That's now we can't can hear you. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. My meter. Um, so. And so, Sorry. yeah, I mean, that's that's one of those things – I think it was like four or five years ago, maybe six years ago, I basically just put it into my routine because it wasn't getting done consistently enough. Mm -hmm. And so every night at the end of the night, like if I'm doing this, if I'm, if I'm watching TV with Heather, if I'm pl playing a video game, the last thing I do before I go to bed is go stack the dishwashers, wash load by hand, go to bed. Yeah. That's sort of like wow. me for the beginning of the day. Like even if there's dishes in the sink that I leave over the night before, I got to do them before anything starts. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it's just maybe it's my dad ingraining you know you get you're the one to do the dishes and you just you know he built that habit and you know it i'm sure it honors my wife in a great way because my wife does not do dishes <laughs> but, you know and it makes sure you actually have stuff to eat on and cook it i'd be fine with paper plates it, yeah. dude and paper forks <laughs> yeah seriously oh, there are days i thought you were a boy scout what about like leave no trace and Reduce, reuse, recycle. No, but paper paper plates start good fires. <laughs> not, too, <my> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not well, not in your kitchen <laughs> or my wife's yeah. kitchen, whatever it is. <laughs> or your wife's kitchen. Yes. How about you, Adam? Something you want to add, or something you want to remove to your um? Routine? Yeah, I think for me, it's personal development time. <laughs> it's been a a tricky piece to uh, put into my schedule, oh. um, and then at those points. You were going to say something. When you say that, are you talking about work personal development or home, like personal personal development? Uh, work, well, during weekdays, is work development. So ah, learn so, how to give more hugs at the yeah, office. Getting... <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody in, he, there's nobody in his office. That would just look weird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Myself. This is so great. <laughs> Keep hugging myself. Wow, well, Eric, you're a good hugger. Sticking, sticking to that stuff without getting distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So, What's something? What's what's the next thing on your tab to learn? What's the next thing you're like? I need to go. Uh, I'm in the middle of studying for my uh, uh, certifications. For, learning how to speak in Chinese. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> for CMMC. Ben is learning how to speak in Chinese. That's cool. Wow. For CMMC, what's yeah. that? Yeah, government certification. To be an oh. auditor. Nice. Nice. No, no. Uh, an auditor, an auditor. <laughs> assessor of auditors. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, cool. yeah, 
hope you get Dude, that's one of the things I would love to add to the list. You get I swear, I've fire. tried so hard, and I really just like have the inner. Like you guys all have that inner desire. You want to track to practice one thing in your life, and you just can never get to getting it done. Like I mean, Eric mentioned the guitar. I'm the same way with wanting to learn either Spanish or you know Hindi oh, or something like a foreign like language yeah like, like i mean there's yeah. tools out there like you know i have the ba- like i went to the uh, degree of actually buying a subscription to Babel, and i still haven't used it and canceled it yet and i'm still paying for the damn thing and i haven't even done one <laughs> lesson in it and i'm thinking every morning because the software tells me hey you can get up and learn one lesson and then whatever the the ad says in three months or 90 days you can speak fluent blah 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 and i'm like yeah i, I speak babble for sure and that <laughs> The ad is like, yeah, skip Spanish again. I know, right? I failed it in high school. Shocker. <laughs> Not going to do it today, are you? No, Paige? no. Nah, it's okay. We all, we all trust do that. me. I'm supporting companies. Um, That's really the way I look at it. Eric, you need a you need a guitar stand, and you're, you need to put your guitar behind you. And then when you have a break in the day, you pick it up and you. <laughs> and if you're pissed off, Heather and I have been talking about that. I don't know that I'll put it in here, but it is not a bad idea to have it. Yeah. Like something about just getting it out of the the bag every day yeah it's like a an obstacle <laughs> well and if it's an electric and not an acoustic is it a solid body electric no it's an acoustic yeah pulse oh is it okay yeah I, i'd be more apt to try to keep it uh humidified is that the right word i don't know yeah. or just bad like not dry it out as long as your room is not dry it out or just yeah. get a like cheap guitar that you don't mind like yeah. destroying or just letting it deteriorate yeah. That's what I have. I have a I have a squire behind me that is my play during meetings. Okay, you got to make sure I'm mute, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because Sometimes when they start singing talking. along, it's a, it interrupts the meeting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that when is. It's like it's like at the, that happened at the beginning of COVID. I was on a team call, like just with the folks internal, and somebody was like, "Is somebody playing guitar?" I was like, "No." Mute. <laughs> 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 I was playing a ukulele. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so for me, man, I've tried to add and remove so many things like, you know, some kind of physical activity. Mm. Um, I would love to add at some point. I was running at some point at the end of the day and just hadn't been running in a while. Um, wow. yeah, I'm impressed well, from the cops. jogging, I okay, guess. But still, from, that's you're moving. Jogging. <laughs> My extent moving, is yes. how fast can I get to the bathroom? It was the longest time I've waited to yeah. get back upstairs to get right. downstairs. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing is for a while too, even before that, I was taking the dog for a walk and then I realized that the dog liked to play Frisbee even more. So like not really good for me, but like great for the dog. So I set up a lock chair. You know, I wasn't getting that, that, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. I set up a chair and I'm like, here, here you go. <laughs> but, um, another thing that I tried to add is, um, just a quick devotional in the morning. Like I have a devotional I've been trying to get through, uh, and, uh, it's really quick and really short. Still in like, Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no it's just a book a book of devotions and it's just it's uh i don't know the ironic part is what i've realized is sometimes i'm like oh i can't re- i can't do my devotion i'm too anxious about work and then like my brain's my brain's like paul just think about that for a minute and i was like oh yeah that'll probably help if i do the devotion <laughs> why would i do that <laughs> and it always does you right. know no, especially on the days when i'm like i don't feel like working i don't want to talk to anybody today or like I'm anxious. I, why do I have a job? No, who, who lets me do this? This is ridiculous. And then I do the <laughs> devotion, and it's like, oh yeah, this is fun. I'm right. talking to. So it'll happen like, like the first oh, yeah. 15 minutes of the day. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes. But, um, so I do have a, a funny little 
anecdote for you. Um, we bought Gracie this shirt and it's about running, and it says, "The wicked flee, though no one pursues." <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. Only the wicked run when not chased is what her shirt says. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, but well, we're all wicked. Yeah. So, yeah, right. No, I will say that that's one thing that um, I kind of took a took the the summer off from doing a lot of devotional stuff. Um, but as the fall's coming into focus, I will be getting back into that, and that is something I miss. Um, and you're right; like those routines, they're they're one of like when you're talking about physical fitness, when you're talking about studying scripture and devotional stuff, like it's muscle memory. It's muscle memory and it's a bigger impact than the 15 to 30 minutes you spend on it or the one hour you spend on it. That's why they're so important. You know, like yeah. when you, I, I keep, I've been doing jujitsu for like two years now, a year and a half. And, um, the physical activity of it is really just, it, it has helped me have a clearer mind in general. It's not just a physical activity thing, although that's part of it, you know, being more physically active and, and studying scriptures like that too. It's not just about the spirit. There, there is a spiritual act aspect to it, but there's a practical aspect to it as well. That's really cool. So when you find yeah. those, like you said, if you can find those things that are routines that have a double, double benefit, it's like getting a two for one deal out of out of a, yeah. out of the effort. Yeah, and what I had always thought was, you know, to start a new routine or in this case a habit. I um, I read the um, I actually listened to it on audiobook, the Atomic Habits, and one of the things that they talked about in that book was, you know, when you're trying to start a new habit or trying to bake something into your routine, you know the littlest thing will help. You need a little trigger. So like, you know, uh, one of the thoughts was, you know, get ready to go to the gym, but like, don't actually go to the gym. Just put your sneakers on and like shorts and a t-shirt and don't actually go. Like the smallest thing will help. And and then the next day do a little bit more. The next day do a little bit more. Um, Because that's, you know, that's what can be sometimes a roadblock of trying to start a new habit is, you're thinking, oh, I've got to do all this. But if you just think a little bit, um, like for me, right. when I'm trying to do a task that I really don't want to do, I'm like, oh, I'll just work on this doc for like five minutes. I'm, I'm just going to I'm just gonna bang out this one section. And then once you're in the middle of it, you're like, well, I got to finish the next section. And I got to do this over here. And then you're like in a groove. And then you're like, wow, I just finished well, the document. But all I really well, want to do You is ever that. hear the 20-20-20 rule? No. It's the, 20 minutes the, to stay focused on a task, 20 minutes to educate or you know, and build some encouragement and then 20 hours to just petting your dog. I have heard about Tony, 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 <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Do I am. I'm yeah. I'm all in on the, on, on the dog. Like, yeah. Trust me. My dog's all Sounds on board with that too. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk, want to talk about routine. Whenever I say, all right, thanks. We'll talk to you later. My dog's like, time to go for a walk. Let's go. Time to go play with the frisbee. <laughs> hey, it's time to cuddle, right? It's time for you to play me. Yeah. We're very long and deep. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any, does anybody have any last uh, um, words on routine, how to build one, recommendations, thoughts? No, I, you know, the only thing I would add to what you're saying is 
as if the routine requires, like, do the things that eliminate the obstacles to the routine. So, like, you were talking about, like, mm-hmm. just practice doing the steps that get you into the routine. Like, when I used to work out in the morning, I would do, I would basically lay everything out the night before. Yeah. So that I didn't have yeah. to look for it in the morning. Because the mm-hmm. second you get up, you're already tired and all that stuff. Like, yeah. find ways to make it so that it's easier to get started on the routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I kind of hit on this, but like focus on the benefits of the routine, not the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. I think so it's so easy to be like, Oh man, I just don't want to get up. And if you miss a day, just do it the next day. Don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. get frustrated. Just like, I remember I, when I was, a. Just out of college, I was talking to somebody about working out, and they're like, well, obviously, you, you, it's not important to you. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you talk about it a lot, but you, you're not executing on it, so it's not really that important to you. She's like, you have to decide. Are you going to be a runner? And all that means is that you're going to run when you have a chance to run. You're going to go do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you don't give up because you missed it on a day. You just go do it the next yeah. time. That identity is you. So, Eric, you should be waking up going, I, I'm a guitar player. I play guitar. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I'm going to wake up even... and I'm going to go do that. And my family's going to be like, dude, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. Go back to bed. <laughs> I, I was going to be like, yeah, you're not a guitar player. Go listen to Paul. <laughs> uh, but so good. Cool. So, well, thanks, everybody. Thanks again for listening to us. We always appreciate hearing from you. So come be a part of the after chat on our Discord server. Or you can always send us an email to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com. Again, that's feedback at forefatherspodcast.com. And we'll make sure to share it on the next episode. Remember to always check our website at forefatherspodcast.com for all of our latest shows, swag, and our other forefather stuff. Thanks so much for listening. Catch, catch, catch us again next time. We'll fix it in post. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Forefathers Podcast, where we talk about faith, fatherhood, and other F-words. If you want to learn more, head over to our website at the number four, fatherspodcast.com. If you'd like to help our show, make sure you give us a review on iTunes or in the podcast app of your choice. Those reviews help others find our show. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com.